Hey, Zach here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can actually grab the recordings of our most recent Facebook and Instagram ads for List Building Bootcamp for just $25. Now, in January of 2024, we hosted a five-day live training where we walked our clients through step-by-step how to set up ads that grow their email list every single day so that they're always growing their business, always growing their audience, and always having new people to make offers to. Now, what's really great about this bootcamp is we have literally dozens of client results from it, and you can get the recordings of that most recent one from January of 2024 for just 25 bucks. All you have to do is head to theadsbootcamp.com. Again, that's theadsbootcamp.com. And you're going to learn step-by-step through how people were able to grow their list. Um, We have incredible results like Zeta, who added 67 leads to her list in just five days at $1.80 a piece, or Nora Jean, who added 62 leads for $1.12 in those five days. We have Brenda, who added over 500 people to her list over the course of a week, under $0.50 a piece. Uh, Heather Lalonde who did over 200 leads at 50 cents a piece. Amy Hughes, who added over 300 leads in a week. I mean, the list goes on and on. And those are just our January testimonials. We have even more than that, plus testimonials from the last seven times we've done this. And we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just 25 bucks. It'll walk you step-by-step through growing your list. And in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out and let's get into this week's episode. This is the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast, episode number 102. And on this week's episode, we're talking about what to do with entrepreneurial overwhelm. What do you do when you got too much to do, not enough time, and a lot of work on the table? So if it sounds like you, stay tuned. Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler, and on this show, we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. What is up, Heart Hustler? Welcome to another episode of the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. Now, I'm pretty stoked for this week's episode because we're talking about how to beat overwhelm. You know, when I talk to my students or my clients, a lot of times what they tell me is, I've just got so much going on, I'm ridiculously overwhelmed. And what I want to do on today's show is walk you through some very tactical strategies that you can use that help you get out of overwhelm and into a space of productivity. Now, before we dive right into this episode, I just want to take a moment to let you know that I've got something pretty exciting that I'm working on called the Your Biggest Launch Ever Mastermind. And you can get the details over at heartsoulhustle.com forward slash apply. That's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash apply. You can check out the details there. What I'm doing is forming a group of successful entrepreneurs for a small, intimate group that are going to work with me together for six months to help you achieve your biggest launch ever. Now, this is for the entrepreneur that has made at least $5,000 from launching their product, is ready to learn the strategies and mechanics to have your biggest launch to date, is ready to break away from that hustle mindset and start building intentional momentum and is ready for an intimate mentorship from someone who's proven they've done it and has helped their clients do the same. This is not a good fit for you if you're looking for a get-rich-quick solution, 
you're not ready to take massive action with training and coaching, or you've never done a launch before. This is for the entrepreneur that's had a taste of success, has done a four or five figure launch and is ready to scale it to the next level. So if it sounds like that might be you or you've been looking for an opportunity to work together, head over to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash apply and get the details now. So let's dive into today's training. When I talk to my students and clients, a lot of times they tell me that they're overwhelmed with how much they have to get done. And it's a really common issue that I see in the entrepreneurial space because there's so much that you can be doing in your business. You can be posting on social media, you can be sending out emails, you can be, you know, doing just any number of things at once. And it gets challenging because it's hard to figure out where should you focus your time and energy to get the biggest impact. Because at the end of the day, we all have the same amount of time. We're all limited by how much we can get done in a certain period of time. But there's things that we can do with the time that we have to achieve more results. And what I want to do is share with you four strategies that I use to get myself out of overwhelm and into productivity when it comes to my day-to-day operations. So the first one is what I call the list of three. And this is really, really simple. But basically, every day I write down three things that I want to achieve, three tasks that need to get done in the business. And I make sure that these are really high impact tasks. And we'll talk a little bit more about high impact tasks in a moment. But for example, today, my three high impact activities are number one, recording this podcast, because when I record this podcast, I know that I'm going to create content for my audience, which is a huge part of my focus. And I'm promoting my six month mastermind via this podcast. The second thing I'm doing is I have a call. I have a call scheduled for a virtual summit with social media examiner that's coming up. And I have a call scheduled with them. That's high impact because it's an opportunity to elevate my brand and be seen by more people. And then number three is to do some personal outreach and follow up with a number of people that I have on my list for working with me in the six-month mastermind program. Because again, if I'm following up with people and I'm closing higher ticket sales, that's a totally great use of my time. Now, here's the thing. Anything else that I want to do during the day, I can do, but I must achieve those three things. I must record the podcast, I must do personal outreach, and I must do that live call that I've got scheduled for the day. If I achieve those three things, I can step back from the business and say, I've actually achieved something today. And so I want you to start thinking, what are some of the tasks that you can do in your business that actually give you not just a sense of achievement, but a, a fact of achievement? You've actually achieved something that's moving your business forward. So ask yourself, am I doing high impact activities or am I staying busy? Now, that leads us really swiftly into the second one. And and my first and second tip kind of play together. So we'll go back and forth here. But my first tip is to make your list of three, three activities you're going to achieve that day in your business that move the needle forward. But the second thing is to start asking what that you have on your task list or what that you want to achieve is actually moving your business forward. So I'm going to say this in the nicest way possible, and I hope you won't take it personally. 
Posting on social media is important, but it's not a big revenue driver in most people's business. I'm not saying that posting on social media is useless or that you shouldn't be mindful and have a good strategy for your Instagram and your Facebook. But what I am saying is, historically, you're not going to get the highest impact return just from posting on social media, especially when you're getting started. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with social media. I'm not saying it's not important. You know, I try to post on Instagram every single day, like my life depends on it because I know that consistency matters. But my Instagram, and this is something we'll talk about, is not something that I personally manage 24-7 all by myself. I have help managing my Instagram. So I want you to start asking yourself, when I'm taking action in my business, am I doing something that is either generating more leads or making more sales? Those are the two high-impact activities. Now, This is where we can kind of come in and say, hey, maybe posting on social media does make a difference to one of these things in this situation. So to give you a very concrete example, let's say I go to post on Instagram today and I haven't really planned anything. I just know I should be posting on Instagram because that's what I heard. I should be posting on Instagram. I post a selfie and I say, today's a great day to get work done. I've got my trusty coffee with me. Well, what's that doing? Yes, it's showing that I'm consistent on Instagram, but is it doing anything else? Not really. Not really, right? Now, that same post, let's say I have a webinar that I'm hosting and I say, hey, can't wait for my webinar tonight. I just put my face on. I put on an eye mask. I'm so stoked because I'm fresh and glowing with excitement for tonight's webinar. Check out the link in my bio to sign up, right? And again, I'm just riffing. You don't have to say this exact thing. But think about that, okay? That second post is an example of a social media post that's specifically designed to generate leads in your business. So instead of just doing a post that is, you know, posting for the sake of posting, we're doing a post that's posting for the sake of generating leads. Now, even still, depending on the size of your social media traffic, I would still argue that it's more high impact to turn that post into an ad and make running an advertisement for your webinar a higher impact activity than posting on social media. So what I'm really getting at here is that a lot of people, in my experience, a lot of students, a lot of clients, a lot of customers get busy with social media because they've heard they need to be consistent on social media. But what's more important, in my opinion, than consistency is high impact social media utilization, because I know plenty of people who don't post on their Facebook page every day that run a million dollar business. I know plenty of people that don't post on Instagram every day that are running a million dollar business. Now, it's not to say that building your Instagram or building your Facebook isn't important, but I hope what you're taking away from this is ask yourself When you go to make your list of three tasks for the day, don't fall in the trap of, I'm going to post on social media. I would not consider that a high impact activity unless you've got a massive social media following, you've got tens of thousands of people following you, and when you post on social media, you're generating lots of leads and sales. Every 
activity that I put on my list, I want it to either be generating more leads or generating more sales. So if we go back to the three examples that I gave you, number one, recording this podcast, this will generate more sales of my mastermind if people are interested, heartsoulhustle.com forward slash apply. I put the link in the show and I'm getting people warmed up to the idea of working with me. Number two, I'm doing that video with Social Media Examiner. I've got a video chat today. Well, that's going to generate more leads for me because it's going to expose me to a bigger audience. So there I am generating more leads. And then that personal outreach that I said I was going to do to a couple of people for my mastermind. Well, personal outreach for a high ticket product, that's going to generate sales. So every single thing that goes on my list is generating leads or generating sales. So now I'm not saying, oh, did I post on Instagram today? Did I post on Facebook today? Are those still important? Yes. Do those still matter? Yes. However, what's way more important is that you're doing activities that build your business and leads and sales are two of the biggest ways to build your business. So just to recap, because I know I threw a lot at you there. The first two tips for breaking out of overwhelm and into productivity are a combination of the two. Number one, create a list of three activities that you're going to 100% achieve during the day or your period of work that you're doing. And the second part of that was ask if the tasks you're focusing on are designed to generate more leads or generate more sales in your business. Because if they're not doing one of those two things, then they're not really building your business. They're keeping you busy. And there's nothing wrong with posting on social media. There's nothing wrong with having a good Instagram. I work to have a nice Instagram, but it shouldn't be at the expense of high impact activities in the business. Now, the next strategy that I have for breaking out of overwhelm and into productivity is one that I put up a lot of resistance to when I was getting started in my business. And I had a mentor sit me down and tell me how important this really was. And that is Focusing on one major project at a time in your business and not having a bunch of projects going on at once. So to make this a little bit less high level and give you a very real example, a lot of times when I watch my students, they're like, well, I'm working on a webinar to launch my product and I'm also working on my coaching program and I'm also working on growing my Instagram. And... What that means is that there are three different projects. And I did a really great episode on the show, number 16. It's a real throwback episode, but it's with James Wedmore. And we'll link that up in the show notes. But basically, there's this concept that the more projects you're focusing on at the same time, the less you're actually achieving. So as you spread yourself thin trying to get multiple projects done, What ultimately ends up happening is each project gets less attention than it would if you just focused on one thing. So in that example I just gave, if instead of focusing on a webinar and a coaching program and your Instagram, you put all your effort for the month into building a webinar that converts, that webinar would be way more successful than when you're trying to split it amongst other things. Another way that we can explain this is something called context switching. And context switching basically says when you switch from one task to another, you lose more time. So let's say that by focusing on one task, you're going to achieve 100% productivity on this one task. 
When you split it up to two tasks or two projects, you don't have 50% and 50% productivity. You now have 40%, 40%, and 20% is lost to context switching. So you need to ask yourself, am I creating multiple projects that I have to focus on at once and really spreading my time and energy and focus thin, or am I focusing on one project at a time? Now to give you another example of this, launching is a big one. And I know that a lot of you listening to this show, you launch products and launching a product is a huge amount of work. And what people do when they're getting started is they think the more I launch, the more profitable I will be. And so what they do is they line up all of these small scale launches. I'm going to launch January and February and March and April and May. And you end up focusing on all these little projects versus let's say you launched once a quarter and for three months, you put all your focus into one project. You weren't switching between multiple projects. Imagine how much more you would achieve by focusing on one thing for a longer period of time. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, it might be because you have too many projects. You have too many irons in the fire. You know, the more you have to juggle, the more time you actually spend juggling, right? So if you're trying to break out of overwhelm, sit down and ask yourself very realistically, how many projects am I working on right now? How many projects have I taken on? And how many projects do I actually need to take on? And the answer, generally speaking, is that you've taken on too many projects. I've been guilty of this as well. I recently was, you know, we're currently in the process of launching this mastermind and we had another project that we were working on with another company and I had to reach out to that company and say, hey, you know what, can we reschedule the project that we were planning till later next month because I need to focus on this launch right now. And I share that story with you, not for you to be like, wow, Zach has a ton going on and look at, he's working on multiple projects, but to show you that I made that mistake too. I took on two projects in one period of time, even though I know that that's going to cost me productivity and success. So you want to ask yourself again, am I taking on too many projects at once? And once you answer that question, then you can say, I'm going to focus on one project. And if we kind of go full circle for a second and talk about what that means for the first two tips, it means that number one, you can focus on your list of three things, always moving you closer to the completion of one project. So it's no longer uh, what three things are high impact activities. It's what three things are high impact activities for the completion of the project I've chosen to focus on and which elements of this project are going to give me the biggest return, okay? So number one, make a list of three high impact activities that you can do on any given day in your business. Number two, ask if these high impact activities are designed to generate more leads or more sales. It should be doing one or both. And then number three, focus on one project at a time. Don't spread yourself thin trying to focus on too many things. 
Now, the last tip that I'm going to give you to be more productive is one that a lot of people resist, but it's a huge weight off your shoulders. And that is to get a virtual assistant in to start managing your inbox. Now, I remember when I was starting my business, everyone was telling me outsource, 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 outsource. And I kept finding myself saying, how do I outsource and what the heck do I outsource first? And so I want to give you some practical tips here. When I first got started, I started by outsourcing just my email inbox. And I found a couple of candidates and I interviewed them for the position. But basically, all I did was when I got on the phone was said, look, I need help managing my inbox. Is that something you can help me create a process and a system for? That's it. See, We believe that in order to outsource, we have to have everything together, have perfect systems, have perfect structure, have perfect processes, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like that stuff doesn't help. But can you get a VA in to just start managing your inbox? And I'll tell you how I worked with my assistant, my new assistant, to have her help me manage my inbox. We met once a week for about three to four weeks, and we just purely focused on my inbox. And I walked her through the common requests we get. And as we started getting common requests, we would make canned responses in Gmail. As we started seeing things over and over again, we would create processes for how to manage those. But what I really want you to take away from this is not how I trained or the importance of training or how to train your VA. It's that I brought somebody in to help me manage my inbox before I was totally ready. Both times. The first time I hired a VA, I said, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just need help managing my inbox. And we worked together to create a process. And when I had to hire a new assistant because my old assistant had to move on to some different projects, We did the same thing. We brought them on and said, hey, let's work together to manage this inbox. See, what I find with a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people who are getting started in business is you spend a lot of time in your inbox. And that's the first place that you can outsource and remove some overwhelm. Because if you're anything like me, you've already got a million emails that need to be read and responded to. And if you don't have a million emails, trust me, as you start to scale your business, you're going to get there, right? You're going to get to a point where you're getting regular emails. Like right now, just in the past week, I've gotten like 20 or 30 emails that I have to go through and reply and pay attention and get some responses for. And that's a lot. But because I have an assistant to help me manage it, It's not taking up my time. It's not killing my productivity. And really, the whole point of outsourcing my inbox is so that I can get back to focusing on the top three tasks of the day. And I hope you're starting to see that I'm really intentional about creating these three tasks that I want to get done because they're the framework or the foundation for creating forward momentum in my business. Instead of saying, I have this big webinar to work on, I say, today I have to do these one, two, three things that move me closer to one project. So if we step back and go high level for a second here, here's basically what I'm telling you to do as as an overall system, if you will, to remove some overwhelm. Number one, I get out of my inbox by having someone help me with it. My inbox is a huge time suck. Now, Pro tip, if your inbox is not what's a huge time suck for you, get a VA in and have them help you with what is a huge time suck for you. So number one, 
I get rid of a big time suck by hiring or outsourcing. Number two, I focus on one major project at a time. By focusing on one thing, it gets more of my attention and therefore more of my progression. Number three, I create a list of three high impact activities that focus on moving me closer towards the completion of that one big project that I'm focusing on. And number four, I make sure that all three things on that list are either designed to generate more leads or more sales or be gearing me up to generate more leads and sales in my business because that's how you grow. So there you have it, my four-step process for getting rid of overwhelm and creating more productivity in your business. It's pretty simple, it's pretty straightforward, but if you wanna recap of anything that we just talked about, you can head over to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 102. That's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 102 to get the show notes, and we'll have everything recapped there for you. So with that being said, get out there, get productive, and I will chat with you next week on the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. Thanks for listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. For more great stuff, be sure to visit heartsoulhustle.com. 